In our Future of Cloud survey, Deloitte discovered two approaches to innovation. Those who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and those who use cloud to engineer their possible. Generating new revenue, advancing processes, and sparking cultures of innovation. Learn more about what separates these cloud innovators. Download Closing the Cloud Strategy, Technology, and Innovation Gap at Deloitte.com slash US slash Cloud Survey. We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? Tomorrow, early break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> Good morning to everybody. Jay asked if you've ever been ambushed. Yeah, before. we're not going to get into that. I mean, this is stuff that doesn't help your reputation. Have you ever been in a scrap? Yeah. A bar battle. We'll talk about that off air. Yeah. Yeah, I was in a few. Yeah. The Vine Street Massacre. Uh, oh, was that right? <laughs> yeah. The Vine Street Massacre. <laughs> were, uh, you, uh, were you participating? I was. I was among those massacres. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, the only thing I'd say about it is I had to go into work the next day, and I called my boss at the time. Now, this was I was like 21 years old, so have some grace here. I called him and said, hey, I don't think I could, should come in because I'm pretty I'm bruised up. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, I, just, I don't think I should come in. He goes, oh, you can come in. And it was – it was amazing the reactions of different people. That's what I'll always remember. Like my best friend was Kurt McKeever. You remember Kurt McKeever? Right. I walked in. He just looked at me, shook his head, and looked down. There's other no word, people. No words. Just they're like, what happened to you? You know, there's that, too. You got that. There's other people that just acted like they didn't notice. The reactions were unbelievable. Yeah, so your I, best friend was mad because you took an L. That's why he looked at you. He was embarrassed. He for shook me. his head and looked down. No words. Yeah, he was embarrassed that you yeah. did. He was embarrassed for me. The the greater question is: Has Jake Sorensen been? A, a, oh come on! You think yeah. I've been, you think I've been in a bar fight? No, no, <laughs> no. I'm I'm the last person that would ever be in a bar fight. What about as a kid? Did you Just get don't in scraps? Go, don't go to Buffalo. Well, I've, I've been to Buffalo before. Did you get in scraps when you were a kid in the neighborhood? Mm, I, don't, I don't remember. We that. got in no. a lot of those in my oh, neighborhood. That means no. No, I didn't, I didn't get that, in scraps. See, that was a big thing. There was one time I got in a fight with a kid named Danny. I won't say his last name. And his mom was cheering him on. I, I always found that to be odd. Like, were you really cheering for your oh, kid here? Oh, yeah. In the neighborhood? Yeah. yeah. That, that's a regular thing. I, okay. I'd be, I'd be the last that's person I found it odd. Getting a fight with. Uh, there was – so I'm old enough that, that, that if me and somebody from the neighborhood were having a spat and it got too out of hand, that the parents would get together and – they break out a pair of boxing gloves and put you in the backyard See, and say, yeah, work it out. Sanctioned bout right and work there. it out. Yeah. That's what my work dad did. With, the backyard brawl. Yeah, still. fights. My God, my me and my brothers used to get in. I mean, it was it was terrifying. Like, And usually yeah. my best friends. These are like, y'all work this out. Like, yeah, this yeah. is their way of work it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then hug it out after. Then it be, yeah, and then it became what's well, really not like, how much does this mean to you? <laughs> Right. Because yeah. it, it got a little rough. Because you knew who you were, so right. it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you really want to like, do it? It's like, listen, bro, you don't want, you don't want, you don't want me to throw gloves at you. Like, come on. Yeah, you. Yeah. Right. No, to make it fight. <laughs> me and my little brother used to put on mittens and say, "Okay, we're just gonna slap. We're just gonna slap. No, no punching." But you know what would happen? You said yeah, oh, somebody yeah. hits through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. it get then get it's a chin yeah. involved there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Slap yeah. box was actually uh, it's a phrase like you don't we, slap box. Slap box. Uh -uh. Which always turned into always somebody, turned into uh, yeah. yeah. Somebody slaps it. You want to know the probably the, the most scaredest I've ever been ever in my life was oh, I, I like just that. moved yeah. to Minnesota <clears throat> from Frederick, D.C. area, and I'm a new kid in school or whatever, and um, I don't know, this girl must have liked me or something like that, and I wasn't even in the girls. I mean, I was trying to just find my way. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like when you go from my school in Frederick, Maryland to mm – -hmm. Minnesota at that time, I mean, it is what worlds apart. Worlds apart, weather, culture, everything. And back, I mean, it was 
eighties or so, you know, so it's just, obviously it was a little different. So this is when you had the, uh, when somebody would call you in, in, um, and you had a, like your voicemail would be the ones where you push the, you know, the play on it, mm-hmm. you know, when you push the, you know, answer machine. So oh, I boy. guess this dude, Brad Madvig was like, well, you got, you named him. Yeah. I don't, well, yeah, what you gotta do? Oh boy. Brad, you can it's name out, his name when, it, when, I, when I, I came out victorious, but he would, he must've caught wind and his girl must've like, liked me or something. Uh-huh. So he called my house up. Right. And I don't even, he, I was like, what do I need to answer the phone? I never answered the phone or anything. So, so my, he must have called and left a message like, Jay Foreman, this is Brad Madvig, I'm looking for you. Whatever. That was a big deal <laughs> yes. or whatever, right? So, Ooh. like, the next day, and he did it, like, a couple times. So, the next day of school, I'm kind of, like, looking around and, you know, diving and dodging. <laughs> well, my dad didn't check the answer machine every day. So, the second night, he checked it. So, I'm, I remember I was in, in my room chilling, you know, probably doing something. Uh-huh. And he was like, Jay, get your you-know-what in here. Yeah. And I'm like, he, I was like, did, it, did, did I not do chores? What did, did I do? I know I got my homework in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then you're like, oh, man, what's up? He pushed the play on it. Uh-huh. And he's like, who is this? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, you know. Right? <laughs> so I was like, hey, dude. I said, hey, man. I don't know. Some dude that's going around. You know, once it goes around school, Brad Mavic looking for you. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. like all on alert or whatever. I'm the new kid. Do you want to? Get in a fight. <clears throat> and my dad says, listen here. You going to fight this dude every single day. He's like, if you don't fight him tomorrow, uh-huh. he's like, I'm going to make you go. I'm going to bring you up to that school. and You going to fight him. And I'm like, you serious? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't sleep all night. Oh, really? Because at really? this point, like, I wasn't on the, like, the bus pickup. And uh-huh. so my dad had to drive me to work uh-huh. or, or drive me to school. Uh-huh. So he drove me uh-huh. to school. I'll never forget. Did you have so to find a kid? He, he what you gonna call? He was like, when I got out of the car, uh-huh. he's like, you remember what I said last night? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? Oh, I was like seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade. Yeah, okay. and I could, I could Young. do a little something. You know what I mean? But you know, somebody has was the. Was he a bigger dude than you? A little bit. Yeah, he's older. He's eighth yeah. grader. And that's an amazing. Girl. And then an so you know story. you're walking around and then. Like you gotta go, you gotta square up. Yeah, lunchtime. It was like it worked out a lot easier than I thought it was. It's I think on. That, yeah. Then my but my dad was like, "Did it get broken up?" Was yeah, he, yeah, it got broken up. But I was, I got it. I got you landed a punch. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather always told me he's like, "You throw the first one, last punch." Yeah, and and keep in mind, it's gonna get broke up. So just you just, you just gotta roll. Yep. It's got oh, but somebody see, after, jumping but in. But after I was after you kind of like know that like I think Brad was probably one of those kids that never like. Anybody like booted up to him, and I probably wouldn't have. If your dad wouldn't have said, yeah. your dad's smart. Yeah, but then I asked him about it, like when I got older. You know, he's like, "That's a life lesson." What you should call it? He's like, "You don't ever let anybody do that to you." Yeah, that that's a great story. Yeah. That's Brent. a great story. Literally on the drive into school. That's a wonderful he's, story. He's like, "Don't come back in here." He's yeah. like, and then he then he told me he's like, "If you lose." You gonna fight that dude every every time oh, every see, day that you would, win. That would be trouble. See, my stepdad was he was a DC cop. And so the rules were simple. Mm-hmm. Handle if, if business happens. Yeah. Handle it so mm-hmm. that I don't have to. Yeah. And I kind of thought I want you to handle it. <laughs> right. It's a lot easier. Like I want you to handle it. But he was like, "No, handle it." And I, right about the same time, probably fourteen years old, maybe. Yeah. And there was a there was a, there was a senior, and as a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a star football player, and the same kind of deal. Like DP, uh, you, know, you you hanging out in the wrong neighborhood, and 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 this was big. Like this was big story in the school because it was I shouldn't be dating in the space that I was dating right. mm-hmm. for several reasons. Right, one older guy, two the white girl from the other side of town. All mm-hmm. the ba- that, that. all the boxes check right back in the seventies, mm-hmm. and. The same kind of deal because we right. were getting those back then. This was before caller ID, we would get the phone calls, and m- mom was a little bit skittish. And mom would just go, "Okay, I don't know what's going on, but I don't like these people calling, whispering horrible things." All right, yeah. But m- my stepdad, he same kind of deal. There was a bus that would pick us up because we were bust, and so we were taken. So think, remember the Titans where they were bust all the way across mm-hmm, town. Mm-hmm. 
I was bused all the way across town. I had to drive six. I had to ride, ride the bus six miles to go to high school. Mm-hmm. And on the days that if I didn't, if I missed the bus, my stepdad had to take me to work to school, which was worse. It was horrible. But he would ride in. and He'd say, "If you don't handle this, I have to." And I'm like, "Well, go talk to the dude." He goes, "No, no, no. I'm gonna handle you. Mm-hmm. You're my business. He's not my business." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "And you know you can't whoop me." Mm-hmm. So the lesser of the two evils is right. you step up and handle the thing you should be able to handle mm-hmm. rather than confronting me and learning how to take losses, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he said, but I'd much rather you take a loss with me mm-hmm. than you taking a loss now, on the street. Mm-hmm. See that, step? Yeah, now here's the deal. That's with with our situation, with my situation, it's very simple. My dad put us in boxing, me and my younger, little, my younger brother, because we were getting in, this was, we were like six years old. Right. You're just scrappy. Be, because we were getting in fights all the time. Yeah. Right. So he said, all right, if, you're gonna, if we're going to do this, yeah. you're going into boxing. And then that's how we got into boxing. Now, we'd fight amongst ourselves or we'd be fighting at school. I got, right. um, so that was, the, that was the answer. That was the, and it made sense. Well, I was number seven of eight kids, and the media, of, of, immediately above me were the four sisters. And it became the thing where I had to defend them, even though I yeah. had to fend them off yeah, all the right. time. Yeah, there was like that. I, I lived with it with a female gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, your <laughs> and, situation was different. And they were bullies, and it, it, it was, was a different world back then too. Yeah, Fighting was, was more acceptable. Yeah. Well, we just—I mean, I the, think the, it was right. But but yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was purposeful. It wasn't a, it was, yeah, it was a re- there was like a reason. It was yeah. purposeful. I never I saw many so fights never. growing up. Yeah. I didn't see fights it wasn't like I mean, some of yeah, it was just me and my me and at my brother were just you know we just fought fought a lot. Um, and my dad said we got we got to do something about it. And that and back then there was boxing, there was boxing right. clubs. Yeah, yeah, there were clubs. They were all there over were the clubs. place. There were clubs. We'd go everywhere in the state. Where, where'd you? Where'd you? Chat where Grand club? Island. No, no, where was Columbus. your club? Columbus. Okay. So yeah, we had we had the Columbus Crusher. Mm-hmm. Columbus, and we'd fight mm-hmm. in Grand Island, Norfolk. Little towns, um, bone crusher, simple. We go to Harlan, Iowa. We go to uh, Crofton. Um, Crofton had a boxing club. There's called Smoker. Central City had a thriving boxing club. What was Grand your Island. nickname? I didn't have a nickname. Smoking Stephen Sipple. I did not have yeah. a nickname. <laughs> I wasn't very good. Were you light on your feet? You look like more of a body bl- body puncher. I wasn't very good. Scrappy. Uh, <laughs> scrappy. Scrappy. <laughs> yeah. You tried though. So you I had did, good head movement like that dude on that good. worked for United. That was not wasn't that good. The uh, black I wore black boots. That's the thing. That was People your People thought it was weird. I wore big big black boots. What are you supposed you're, to wear? You were like Mike Tyson before Mike Tyson. That's where he got Mike. Yeah. Mike Tyson saw you. Yeah. And that's know. where he got those. We'll remember when those Mike Tyson boots. come out I with his shoes on? I always wanted to wear green on? shorts and black boots. Clean. Who was, your, who was your favorite fighter when you grow, growing up? Mm, hands of Stone. Yeah. Hands of Stone. I liked Alexis Arguello. Alexis Arguello, what a great yeah! I liked um, Pepino uh, Cuevas. Yeah, <laughs> uh, heavyweight Ali. Wilfredo Benitez. Oh, I love oh, Wilfredo Benitez. One of the, one of the most underrated boxers ever. Yeah, yeah. Pryor. Aaron Pryor. Yeah, Hawk Aaron Pryor. Was, yeah. Hawk was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Name drops over here. Look at mm-hmm. that. Um, go ahead. No, I like, like that, I like that crew. Um, so you like the you you like the lighter the the little dude. Well, yeah, I mean, I like the heavyweight division, and, I, and it was Ali mostly. I liked Ali. I, when Ali lost, I cried. But and I liked Spinks, though. When Spinks came along, both Spinks I liked. That was the weirdest night of boxing. When Leon beat When he beat, beat Ali. Ali the first time, yeah. it was the weird night. Actually, it was on national TV. It was in the Superdome, yeah, right? Yeah, national TV. It was like a Friday night. It was Do you remember weird, that, Jay? Like yeah. a whole bunch of weird. Jake, you're too young for this. Like a, weir- a weirdness about it. It was in a Superdome. Yeah. Did you like Pernell Sweet Pea Whitaker? Yeah, I think he was probably after I was I had gotten a little yeah, older at that yeah. point. Arguello was in when I was a kid. You know, he was he, he was fighting when I was a kid. Um, and the heavyweight division was big when I was a kid. Do Ali you was do, big. Were, do you remember the Boom Boom Mancini Duku yep. Kim fight? Yep, I remember the CV, right? Yeah, you know, he he killed the man. Yeah, yeah. Manc- Mancini killed the man with his fists. Yeah. And he Mancini wasn't great. He he was, he, he was great marketing. Yeah, fantastic boom, boom, market. Yeah, boom, boom, Mancini. But I mean, again, CBS Saturday afternoons. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, once every once once every third month, you're going to see Boom, Boom, Mancini. Yeah. Yep. Go 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 and Jake, it was a great well, now, era. 
Is a great era. Now you got to pay for the boxy. So yeah. it's just not. But this was Saturday, and, Saturday afternoon. Or you can go to a bar CBS. and hold up, Jake. Well, I could, but sometimes they cut. Why don't you cover you uh, charge you a cover? The heavyweight fights weren't always on Saturdays. Well, but Norton Ali was on on ABC. Yeah, um, a lot of those were on ABC. Yeah, and they weren't always on Saturdays. ABC and CV, CBS did. NBC started it. I'm old enough to remember back in in the late '60s when NBC yeah. had it. And then ABC took it over with Howard Cosell and his emergence as as, as it was incredible. Um, and then CBS jumped on board, and CBS figured out, well, we can't get the heavyweight b- 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 bouts all the time, the championship bouts all the time, but we can get the little guys. And so that's how Arguello and Duran and Wilfredo Benitez, uh, Buchanan. I remember the Buchanan Duran fight championship fight where Duran wins his first title. Mm-hmm. And it was a low blow. And I remember sitting with my uncle hmm. and, and my stepdad talking about this thing for an hour. And I think that might be when I locked into sports. Because it was, look, this is awesome. Man. Yeah, boxing was incredibly good back this then. This was awesome. It was they, incredibly good. You know, and then, of course, in D.C., we got Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. Which, which you know, Freak. Every, everybody, everybody Freak. dove in the pool. And then we literally walked into the greatest, like, that – foursome of Hearns, yeah. Hagler, Hagler D- Duran, Leonard. And Sugar Ray, yeah. Um, and Benitez was just outside that, just outside. Uh, outside that, that mm-hmm. curve. But for six, for seven years, right. you had all of these feature bouts, all these super fights, and we never, we, we'll, we'll never have that again. You never I don't it. think we will. We'll never uh, have that one again. One guy is always going to fight the guy with the name too late. Kind of like Mayweather, Pacquiao, and all that, you know. You know, that kid, that dude in Omaha is a throwback, and he would have. Oh, fit. he he would fight anybody. He would have fit but, back in but, that yeah. era. He'll fight anybody. They don't Crawford, want to, Crawford, yeah, Crawford. Nobody yeah. wants to fight him. Bud Crawford would have fit just fine in that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would. Yeah. He, would, he would have been one of the best, and he would have been a household name in America. Right. Mm-hmm. You saying that Pacquiao Mayweather would not be back in the day? Yeah, they would. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pacquiao would definitely fit in. Pacquiao yeah. Mayweather. 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 May, well, Mayweather's Mayweather's he from fit. that. I mean, his 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 uncle's from that. Mayweather yeah. fit. I think because Roger was. I think Roger was 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 the guy everybody had to go through that, right? Yeah, I think Floyd, um, which you know, which a lot of modern day athletes have to deal with, especially when you hear about basketball because they played back then. I think Floyd and these athletes, he just he did he do he would have adapted. Like he can he can throw a power. Oh, he would have he would have been right in the mix. I don't think he'd be undefeated. No. Um. No. No, because he to face Thomas Hearns. Right. That 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 long long. And I w- I'm gonna be willing to bet, like <laughs> if he would have fought Pacquiao when, when in, in his prime, without a shoulder injury, and they would have probably had two or three, fi- at least two fights, mm-hmm. he'd have an L. He'd have an L. Yeah. Um. But got, you know, you got, but he's still undefeated though. Mm-hmm. He probably. Oh like no, a, he he fits. He he absolutely he'd fit fits. in. Yeah, he he was he's good because yeah, his superior defensive skills. Yeah. Would have lessened any type of power, and he has more power than people give him credit for. Yeah, Floyd Money Merriweather's real. That's he's real. Yeah, I, I I think Bud, he'd be real. Bud belonged in that era. That's probably I think so too. That's, that's why nobody wants to fight him right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, he's that, a that, throwback that yeah. way. Yeah, because Bud can take a punch and keep coming. Yeah, he would have been just fine in that era. But we we miss that. I mean, like Javante Davis is is fighting this weekend and barely hear anything. And he's an old school. I love Javante Davis. Just I love. I mean, yeah, he's, don't talking he's talking about body blows. Oh yeah, he's I mean a, he tries. He's to, a hammer. He's a he hammer. tries to just break ribs and everything. Yeah, he's Jake. a hammer. But a lot I of those, want to fight that guy. But a lot of those guys end up end up over <laughs> at, 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 at Jake. He's at a UFC. Buffalo Bills fan too. If you oh, go yeah, there talking yeah, that yeah, Dolphin stuff, you're yeah. gonna catch a body blow. Yeah, right to the ribs. I tell him, hey, I went to the anchor bar and got barbecue wings, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy. Hey, Jake, that was a that was a pretty impressive uh, <laughs> underthrown 15 yard pass that Tua had to uh, Tyreek Hill there that you guys decided you, to tweet you, out. You that talk was... about one. You talk about one video. Tua he throw another under. He always throws. They're, they're trying to uh, now you know oh, kind of yeah. keep you below your expectations before he impresses you during the actual game. He's got every. This is the the season for him. This oh, I is, know that. Well, this is the Dolphins season of all seasons. Either that, or you're going to draft Will Levis, according to Sipple. No, you're gonna, you guys are going to you guys are going to draft Will Levis not, from Memphis. We are not draft, drafting Will Levis from Kentucky. We're not. Oh, Kentucky. That. My bad. <laughs> but I, I told you, it's fine. Memphis or Kentucky? It's Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, Southern blue. Yeah, yeah if, whatever. They all look the if same. If they Southern suck, they have all the draft picks in the world next year. Okay, we got everything else in place. Just trade for a quarterback, whether it's an active one or one that's in the draft. Yeah, trade. 
What, what Tua it, knows it's this year or bust. But what's it going to take for Tua to keep the job? Does he have oh, to he's win gotta, he's gotta make games? The, he's got to make the playoffs at the absolute minimum. got to make the playoffs. playoffs. You okay, can't say winning because when he did win, the coach got fired. So, really, yeah, he's probably going to have to well, actually they have play to, well. They have to make the playoffs at an absolute Don't, minimum. Do they, do they not have to and win, you know win, not win the first round? I think they need to win a game. In they're the not. First of all, you guys aren't making the playoffs. I'm sorry to inform you right now on, what is it today, May 27th. You guys are not making the playoffs, my May friend. May 27th. Hey, top well, five well, defense in the league, well, good they, offense. They, they have to be number two in the East. That, 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 yeah, that's we'll not happening. There. We're going to get there. The Patriots are done. I'm not worried about you the Patriots. Harry the Potter. Jets suck. Your coach is Harry Pats Potter. and Jets, you can beat. You never yeah. – right. And it's then you have two. to beat – Okay, so They can't beat the Patriots. Then you got to be better. We beat them twice last year. Not this year. them last year. Oh, yeah, because they're better this year. They they got worse this offseason. Exactly, and so did Miami. No, we did not. Are you kidding me? Actually, you got some talent down there. Yeah, the Dolphins are the second-best team in the East. I'm giving the Bills that. I'm not going to argue that. Here I am. The Bills are the best team in the AFC East from a Dolphins fan. I'm not arguing that. Right now. But they are the Dolphins. But you know what? The, the Dolphins are going to probably okay. win the AFC East. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I think, I think oh, they're going to win. It just came to me. You guys have a lot of talent. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of talent. You and, you got, and you got a new coach. You forgot. There's a lot of that talent. That doesn't know who he is, but that's cool. You got a new coach. You saw Gerald McKinnon, too. I, that, I, that's I it. Will, will the Dolphins be better than the Chiefs? No. 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 They won't even be better than the Chiefs. You really don't think so? The Dolphins. They won't even be better than the Chiefs. not there anymore. Yeah, but they got Mahomes, who is better than Tua by far. Are you sure about that? Yes. I think Tua is ascending. He should have been go. in the Here Pro Bowl last year. Yeah, I, I, I see what's, what's happening he right doing? now. I see what's happening. I think, happening. They, to be honest with you, I think it's, it'd be <laughs> a complete, <laughs> utter disappointment if the Dolphins don't win the AFC East. And here's why. Here's why. Okay, I, I think the Jets will be better. I, I think the Jets might upset my Buffalo Bills once because Buffalo – you know, might be down there in the, at the at the Cheetah Club the night before, so they might you know hang out with Harold Stern, so they might take an L, and then New England finds a way always to be split with Buffalo, right? Can't be Miami, Miami always yeah. sweeps Buffalo or sweeps the Patriots, Patriots and the Jets. Those those right, so there's four, and then they'll split with Buffalo. Boom, there's your AFC East winner. There, there you go. That, that's that's and out. they'll probably that's, have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Probably will, Jay. Speak it into existence. Let it be. And then do they are they facing the Chargers? Are they who are they? No, we'll take down Herbert. Uh, yeah, take him down. Ready for, for Tennessee? Uh, I'm not worried about no. Tennessee. Tennessee's hey, gonna we, take we can a stop step the back. run. We can stop the run. We got can we you? got linebackers, we Steelers, got guys. Tom? Steelers aren't making the playoffs, are they? We got Trubisky at quarterback? Mr. Trubisky said it. he was he was he was That's taking back, he was yeah. taking back that they drafted a quarterback in the first round. Mr. Trubisky, homeboy, you ain't played last year. Yeah, you were a backup last season. Like, you know, what I'm saying? Like you didn't the play in a whole season, and you're talking about is you and that was it Rudolph? Yeah, Mason yeah. Rudolph, yeah, Rudolph. Both two scrub. Okay, fine. Uh, you know what? I'll take Trubisky over Rudolph because actually Trubisky is winning. He's a winner. Yeah. Let's be honest. Okay. He's thrown. I mean, <laughs> in, with Chicago and that. Hold on. I mean, listen here. You being real right now? Hey, to, uh, yeah. to win 11 games, 10, 11 games in the NFL, you got to be doing something. It's just like Garoppolo, right? Yeah. Now, at times, he might throw for 100, mm-hmm. but there was games that he'd throw for 300. Mm-hmm. At the end of the season, That's fair. he's taking his teams to the play. That's fair. But Mason Rudolph and him competing is kind of like, okay, Trubisky's like, all right, I got this. It's but a then, pillow fight. But then <laughs> – but then to have the nerve to talk about, well, nobody called and told me that they were going to take a first, take a quarterback. Like your agent should have called you. You should have known that before you signed there. And how are you surprised when you didn't play last Wasn't year? Are they talking about that pit quarterback starting there? Can he pick it? Yeah, they'd like him to later in the season. And remember, Dwayne Haskins is <laughs> later later in the season. Right? right. So there's so much in Pittsburgh. I but 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 the overriding force is Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Tomlin's a great coach. Later in the season, pick it up. It, get some playing. I mean, it also depends on what if Trubisky plays well. They got Trubisky, I, I Rudolph, would, and Pickett. Yeah, I would. That's, that's pretty good stable. Have, no, it's Pickett not. Beat out. No, Trubisky. that's a pretty good stable. No, it's not. Stable of donkeys. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, those are. Well, those are who, who do you, who do you like better, Trubisky or Tua? Please answer Ooh. this correctly. There's a correct. I would answer. say Trubisky. No, that's not the correct answer. <laughs> Close though, right? No, it's not. It's not I would say Trubisky. You want to know why? He's more mobile, and I think he has a stronger okay. arm, and he has a better uh, record. We're, we're ending this on this note. To, to appease everybody here, Eric Lincoln says, "Do you know what Dolphins fans will do when they win the AFC East? Turn off the Xbox." That's <laughs> all right. Old school is next for Steve Simple. I'm Jake Swords, and see you. 
Adventure Golf Center's open for business with two mini golf courses and a third course on its way within the month. Enjoy the current courses as well as the batting cages and a shaved ice food truck and prepare for a new putting course completely uncommon in Nebraska and the Midwest with 18 holes of par threes, fours, and fives and a bar on the course. Oh yeah, Adventure Golf Center now sells alcohol too. Play the courses now and prepare to experience the new course within the month at Adventure Golf Center, 56 and Old Chain. If I won one of the eight new trucks the Nebraska Lottery is giving away in Trucks and Bucks 2022, I'd be off-roading all the time through muddy riverbeds, across dusty prairies. I'd treat that truck like a tank. I'd be merciless. Can I ride along? Only if you wear shoe covers to protect the carpeting. Promise not to eat or drink anything inside the cabin. Polish the dashboard when you leave. Trucks and Bucks is back, and you could win one of eight new trucks. Top prize odds, one in 336,000. How do you remember things? Post-it note, string around your finger, smartphone reminder? Whatever you do, remember Nebraska Pick 3 2x2 and My Day. Three great Nebraska Lottery Lotto games that are all $1 per play with drawings every day. Nebraska Pick 3 lets you choose your own bet type. 2x2 has a $22,000 top prize. And with My Day, you choose a six-digit date. Must be 19, please play responsibly. Oh, got a reminder. Produced Nebraska Lottery commercial. (laughs) I'm all over that. Gaina Trucking is hiring CDL Class A and B drivers. Gaina Trucking guarantees a 40-hour work week year-round, and their strong team culture makes it not a job, but a career. Gaina Trucking offers health, vision, and dental insurance, 401k with company match, an employee assistance program, and other bonus programs. Build a better career today with great team culture at Gaina Trucking. Learn more and apply today at GainaTrucking.com. Working at Continental in Lincoln isn't a job, it's a career. And right now they've raised wages again and they're hiring for production operators at $2,207 per hour and other select jobs starting at $2,377 per hour with wages growing up to $2,971 per hour. Continental also has salaried jobs available and great benefits, plus medical and prescription costs at very low premiums. Dental, vision, and life insurance are offered at no premium cost to the associates. To learn more or to apply, go to continental-jobs.com with keyword Lincoln. Come work at Continental today. Did you know that the U.S. has added over 1,100 new breweries in the last 18 months? Learn more by shopping at Myers Cork and Bottle, 13th and South, and by tuning in to Thirsty Thursdays with Kevin Myers, because sports are better with a drink in your hand and a friend at your side. 2-1 count, and that's a deep drive into the gap. Smith rounding first base. It's a stand-up double. Hey, Nick, speaking of doubles, did you know Wings and Rings has two ways to enjoy their next-level food? Rico, we're in the middle of a game. The game can wait, Nick. One way is to stop by one of their Lincoln locations. They have two great locations at O Street Meridian Park and 40th and Old Cheney in Williamsburg Village. You said two ways. What's the other way? You can order online at wingsandrings.com. Steve's Garage Doors and Services is under new management, but has the same great service as before. If your current garage door seems outdated or isn't working properly, call their new number at 402-480-2840 to schedule service or get a new door ordered. Steve's can repair most types of garage doors and can always point you in the right direction to get the job done. Give Steve's Garage Doors and Services a call today at 402-480-2840. That's 402-480-2840. Hey, Mom. Yeah, I got in a crash. I'm okay. I was wearing my seatbelt. People count on you to buckle up. Click it or tick it. Brought to you by the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Bagels and Joe is in full summer mode. They'll add cold foam to the top of any iced coffee. Plus, they now have a Joe Coffee Club. Get unlimited drip coffee for just $8.95 per month. And don't forget their delicious breakfast burritos and sandwiches. Bagels and Joe, four Lincoln locations. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This 
is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Friday, everybody. You made it. Congratulations. Give yourself a round of applause. You well made done. it through the week. Well done. Good job. Well done. Fantastic. Welcome into Old School 93.7, the ticket, theticketfm.com. DP is here. Jay Foreman is back from his I'm, super I'm secret. I'm in amazement. From his super Pe- secret missions. People, people need to uh, put happening? an APB out and give Jake a hug. Because of the Dolphins, look at him. He's a little angry, Jake. Then Sipple, uh, he was Sipple's feeling that, right? Yeah. What did you guys do? Him? I wasn't got a listening. Show I was going on in there. I was busy with other things. What were you guys doing to Jake? We, Jay I, was, I predicted that the the Dolphins would win the East. Jay was, but then I said, that, but then he was mad that I said Trubisky was better than Tua, just by the record, the pure numbers. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Haven Text Line. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I'm, I, not, I, look, I'm not I'm not. Oh, he was, he was gaslighted. And, 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 and Jake saw it and was like, okay, I need to get out of here. He, nothing. He, but he fell for a hook line, line and sinker. Why would you do that to him? Because he's a Dolphins fan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They do have the most talented roster in the, in the East, though. Oh, definitely. They're not going to win it. Yeah, but they do. They should win it this year. They should. They should. But it's the Dolphins, so they won't. I mean, so much talent. So, so much. much. They got. They almost have too much talent that you don't know what to do with it. Like so. Because much they talent. got two. They, I'm sitting, and this is yeah. all jokes aside. That you got Tyreek Hill and Waddle, Parker. I mean, that's they don't a, have Parker anymore. Parker's are, in New England. Oh, okay, you got Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Look, Jake. Jake turned around. Those are two receivers, one-on-one coverage and zone, that is hard for anybody to cover. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then one of them is going to get matched up against a guy like me, which is not going to work. Not going to work out well for whatever team I'd be on. Um, and then one of them, if they're both out wide, is going to go against the number two corner, which isn't going to work out wide no. or work out well. Um, <clears throat> I think their offensive line is rebuilt. Their defense line is good. And then they signed a couple of running backs that can run that scheme. So – kind of plug and play so now it's all on Tua, and they got was a gasecki as a tight end who's a yeah. young emerging kind of travis kelsey like second or third version yeah. you know what i mean so currently the walmart version could be better he's a little bit better to, if, if, well that's it travis kelsey is super target he's a target version mm, okay okay Hey, you know what though? I, I did. I was blessed to hear Sipple talk about NIL. But here's what people don't understand about NIL, and maybe Nebraska does this or anybody does it. It's like, um, you know, these NIL deals come with stipulations, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, hey, you market, you know, said water bottle, and we're just going to give you a check, and then you know, you can kind of just live your life like a imbecile, right? So what I mean is, is like there's something in there, I imagine, conduct detrimental to, it's usually to the team, as you see in the NFL, but conduct conduct detrimental to the brand, right? So then, therefore, these contracts are two-way contracts. There's obligations on both, financially and then obviously, you know, action-wise. So my whole thing is, if I was talking to guys about NIL, because it's a big deal, right? This is another thing I'd say to them, well, then you're, you're wanting to be treated you know, like a professional. So if you want to be treated like a professional, then you have to conduct yourself like a professional. Then you have to understand the expectations of being a professional in your own realm, just based on an NIL deal. So don't just think it's just a, it's like a a, a full um, infinity laced cookie jar that you can just go in and just reap all the the benefits from them. You know what I mean? And also, you know, like, um, I would say this, you know, like we were talking about my grandfather and my dad. He's like, look, man, you know, 
he always talked about, you know, when you become a man, you you understand what it means. And, you, and, you know, I can't really tell you, but he, the one thing he did tell me, he's like, he's like, when you're, when you're, when you're a boy or like a up and coming young man, you do what you want. When you are a grown man, you do what you have to do. Right. And that's about being a professional. So if, you know, yeah, if you want to go out and have a good time, nobody's saying not to have a good time, but also understand there comes a time limit and a limit that you can go to with your good time for two reasons. One, you don't want to lose control and then lose your whatever your, you know, NIL deals or potential, right? Two, which is most important, you don't want to lose or number one, but you don't want to lose your scholarship and then obviously your playing time and all that. You don't want to lose your NIL deal, but then also three, you want to make sure that you're able to um have enough time but then also know know that if you're a professional or somebody that's going to that's viewing yourself as a professional that you got to start making some sacrifices and sacrifices is at this point in time with nil or just if you want to be a person that's next in line for nil you're going to have to sacrifice some of the things that majority of or you know high 99 of the high school or not high school but college students get to participate in anytime they want they can go to a party you know, on on a game week on a Monday. How much of that is is discussed and known, though? I don't know. Yeah, like the, I don't know. From, I was just from, thinking from, about from, it. Just from thinking. the from from the from the athletes that we've been around. I don't think one. I think I don't think I don't probably I don't think it's enough. And 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 I can't speak for Nebraska. I'm just thinking just broadly. I don't think it's enough. I don't think it. I don't think a lot of these kids understand. They they might have somebody to, you know just so they're protected so they're not you know duped but they're not telling them the finer details of what this really means they're, they're the teaching moments right the teaching moments I don't think they're getting it because for, it, for, for and maybe it's the the vacuum that we've kind of created here but the the student athletes that come in here and do shows and give us access to their, their lives and what's going on those are probably top level folks anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and some do, and, 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 you know, these kids are, you know, they're the wide generation, you know. You go and, you, hey, you want to give them – I mean, it's a funny thing. You probably, hey, you want ten grand, they'd be like, why are you giving it to me? Back then, we are like, all right, cool, we'll deal with it. After, we'll, we'll take it and then go with it. But, yeah, so, you know, there's not all of them. Or, there's some that know, but majority that don't. Because you can tell the one – there's just the young kids in nature just think they need to be compensated for just being there. And when you think you need to be compensated for just being there versus doing something, then majority of the time you don't understand what the obligations and expectations are if you did get an NIL deal because well, you think you're entitled to it. Well, but but f- so for the, the – the, the, this is new. So the majority, well, is, of, yeah. the, the majority of people that we're talking about who are in the system now have never gotten it. So there is no expectation for them getting it. They don't even expect to get it. Now, the people who are getting it, those are that's 1% of 1%. Sure, but I think that there's people that are wanting to get it or do have it that don't understand the whole package. They're how thinking how would they? How would how would the folks so I mean, you'd have to have a conversation like this and really like show them some you know, I haven't heard any. You know, I'm not going. Well, I haven't heard of any athletes getting in trouble off the field and then say, "Oh, uh, 93.7, the tickets pulled there." And I, I haven't. We haven't seen that. But you could show them whether it's Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods when he went through his stuff, or uh, anybody else that's lost a lot of sponsorships based on what they've done off the field. And some of it haven't even been that much. Even like you just talked about, Justin Thomas just won uh, a major in golf, and he said something. Uh, about himself to himself got caught on a hot mic mm-hmm. and he lost his sponsorship which he had been with I think since he turned pro since he, le- he left the University of Alabama I think with R- Ralph Lauren is that Polo mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so he lost a big endorsement deal with that he I mean he apologized and all that stuff and he still lost it so it's it's those are the things that needs to be shown to him understand that they need to understand the broadness of conduct detrimental in this case to the brand mm-hmm because it can cover anything that they make it feel like. Yeah, yeah. It could be. They, they wouldn't know. They, they, right. So they those really are the, wouldn't so, know. Yeah. So, yeah. So you need to. Now they know. Like, hey, man, I can't get a DUI. They know that, that those are the like layup ones. But the other I things. I don't know that they do. Well, then if they don't, they, I mean, then but you still got to cover it. I'm just uh, giving them the benefit of the doubt. But I definitely yeah. don't think they understand what uh, 
causes. So, so right, I don't. I definitely don't think they understand what causes. So for college students, and remember, these are college students. Most of these folks are under the age of twenty-two. Sure. Right. So then the the conversation turns to, is this. A thing that the parents should have installed in them before they came to college, or is this a no, thing? No, it's that something they, that you could. Cause you, I, you just this is also a selling point to. I mean, if it was me, right, I would have somebody that has real life. Ex, I mean, I, don't, I mean, how can I? No, I mean, you're, no, you're, you're like you're, have real life experience yeah. with it. That that the university and I guess compliance or whatever would educate them on it to deliver it to kids in a way that they can understand it, and therefore. Then they also have somebody that, that they can always talk to that isn't dealing with the money, right? So if I'm always going to somebody that I'm going to get to pick up my check for, that relationship is different if I can get somebody on the same uh, that can get on a personal level with me that doesn't have anything. I'm not paying them. Away They're not from getting my different, playing time. Right, away, away from, from my, my playing money. time. And explain to them the whole picture of NIL and how NIL, you can parlay that into your second career, and a possibility of getting a job or getting an internship or something else long after that, right? And here's another good example of quote-unquote NIL, but how you parlay a relationship that you had even from an athlete brand standpoint. Um, Michelle Wee, who was like the 14-year-old phenom that played with the men, um, accomplished woman golfer, you know, recognizable name in X, Y, and Z. Um, Obviously, you know, I think she just got married, had a – Either one, I know she had one kid, maybe two, but she's just announced that I saw it on you know on uh, network that they that she's going to step away from playing, but then now she's a brand ambassador. You know what I'm saying? So just because you aren't playing, that doesn't mean that you still can't have that relationship. So I think you know don't look at nil as something that you want just for short term, right? Because you could okay, just say like if you're like these are I don't know two companies, right? So this company is who you're partnered with in college just because you're like, oh, it's short-term, and they instead of taking a deal for 4000 I get 5000 right? But then after college and say you get done playing or, you know, you're, you know, say you weren't able to go to NFL or NBA or anything like that, here comes this second brand right here. But this second brand had been watching you for two or three years because you had been on their radar after college for something bigger. Well, the partnership that you were so quick to jump on because of a short-term um, gain, well, in this case I just said a 1000 bucks, is it really worth it missing out on a 12-year uh, employment opportunity with this brand here for a 1000 bucks? So is, so what I mean by that is, like, you know, partner with things that kind of fit in your – your wheelhouse. This is, but this is because where you're, you know you. One thing to tell people to build their brand, with, hey, go out there and tweet stuff out now. Get you to ten thousand followers, right? When you can actually buy ten thousand. That, 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 that's not. Yeah, that's not. That's not they, brand development. But that's, that's what thing. that's what people think. And when you think people, that's what people think, right? Um, but building your brand is definitely like who you're partnering with. There's a reason why some people turn. You don't really see a lot of stuff with like Tom Brady. He does what kind of fits in his deal right um well and he's also he's able to kind of picking. picking yeah he's, yeah, he's also cherry picking but there's a lot of guys that do it i think for me the big part of this one because of the newness of it right because there are a lot of folks who weren't prepared to oh, be nobody in this was space. nobody was because it just kind of turned it was like on thursday they were kind of you know you're a student athlete. You're a student athlete, and it, and it might happen. Then the perception is it's never going to happen, or it's never going to happen while I'm in college. Mm-hmm. Monday, it was like a free-for-all. And then, like, football, it was like two or three weeks before camp started. So that took, like, a focus away from getting ready for the season to you see all these guys tweeting out, like, hey, I'm open for opportunities, X, Y, and Z. And then, you can, then they said you can hire an agency. Then you got that, right? So, yeah, which, then Which is newness. always – so – what we've been dealing with lately, Jay, is that student that the parents of student athletes are reaching out, and I can tell you, I, I've talked to, to to four different families this week, where not only think about how new it is to the student athlete, it's newer to the parents. It's newer to everybody, and it's new. It had coaches who just don't know how to process. So but, I can tell you that another Big Ten 
member university reached out to me and said, listen, we, we see what you're doing with student athletes. We need to do that. So can we talk, have the conversation about how to do it? And their thing is <laughs> they don't know either what they should be doing. They've got all these ideas in, that are up in the air, but they don't have any real plan yeah, or there's foundation the, because for the, Because the people or the entity that you – that always kind of had the cloud over you that they regulated everything that you did, right? Mm -hmm. Like the NCAA is like, oh. <laughs> Y'all said you didn't need me. No, they're like, hey, you know, you don't like how we're doing it? So then, you know what, we're going to let you guys go out there and, you know, kind of like drown yourself. And so um, ideally you'd like to see some, you know, like a new group come together to kind of have a plan. But I think, like I said, I do think it's going to dissipate itself. I think this is really the and, and just football. I think this is really the first year of it. I think last year was just kind of like too close to the season, so you really couldn't get. I mean, you saw Adrian had his deal, but you couldn't see it. But I think other schools started to get theirs ramped up during football season because it was their off season. Now you see it now with the off season. I think after the season, you know, it's going to be just like a salary cap situation. Okay, we signed Rico for this much, DP for this much, Jay for this much. Okay, let's look up was it really worth it based on the resources we used to recruit him, how he was, what kind of teammate he is, um, how much did this really affect him, you know, the whole thing. And then is then you're going to, like, have the, you know, the whole juice versus – or squeeze versus the juice. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how teams do it um, moving forward. But you definitely – like, I always say this, like, I know Alabama does it a really good job with it. I know Georgia does a really good job with it. I know Tennessee does a really good job with it. Only reason because I played with guys that, uh, well, one guy, two guys that I played with are in positions. One I just know um, from Jonas Jennings, who plays at or is at Georgia, um, and it's a teammate of his. Where they 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 have they make sure if you look at Kirby Smart, you always see Jonas Jennings, and Jonas Jennings does a lot of the stuff. From a player standpoint, and you see Jonas Jennings, every guy that gets drafted, he's with Jonas Jennings because it's a relationship that he's building with them after football. You know what I mean? For their brand and stuff like that. I think you're going to see that more importance on that if you're going to dip into it. Now, it can't be, you know, like I say, I don't think it's going to be something that you can do every year where you go and sign 20 guys. You know, you're kind of turning over your middle to, you know, your, your lower third of your top of your roster to the you know, the middle, you know, middle to half third of your second of, you know, your meat of your roster constantly over with, um, you know, transfers or NIL, but it's something that can definitely kickstart your program. So it's, it, it's, it's a year to year basis. I know that they, you know, simple and then we're talking about Iowa fans all upset about it, but you're in different situations. Iowa kind of knows, like Iowa knows when they, you know, they're, they're fine with looking at themselves in the mirror and they're a six, and they're they're the they're the best looking six out there. But if you mess with them, they're gonna embarrass you. You know they've beat teams that they probably shouldn't have, and and they know how to do what they do. Iowa's gonna Iowa, Wisconsin's gonna Wisconsin. So, in order to get to that level and kind of level the playing field, you know sometimes you gotta really you know depend on nil. And then there's gonna be years if if guys develop and you have a couple of really good classes that you don't need to go to nil. Or not, in or just you know, transfer well, I, portal. I, I think I think the transfer portal is going to be a part of everybody's business going forward. Oh, it is. It's de and, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's not going to be a part of your business. But to the to the to the to the magnitude of like this year, it won't. You, you there's it won't be sustainable to do it every year like that. I. Think uh, I think it'll be I think it this is a part of, I think this because I'm not saying a, it's not a part of it but if you think you're gonna go turn your roster over every year and then over ten years you're gonna have ten winning seasons there's no there there's not that many good players that are that you can hit on you know what your per, hit percentage would have to be if you just say if you just decided to for every season let's just take a really easy number we're gonna get ten guys out of the portal every year mm -hmm. in ten years that's a hundred new players. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means that you would have no, to. No, remember, remember the it, remember the three year cycle. It's a three year cycle. What we're talking about. So you're only you're only in infusing thirty players over the course of that any players. Okay, so well, you would have to hit on twenty one of those thirty players. I I think most programs would be really happy about that. 
no, you would have to hit on 21 of those 30 players to be a sustainable product. You would have to, for every 10 players that you get, seven of them have to really be what you thought they would be. Isn't, isn't that what you're, you're trying to do in the recruiting game anyway? But the portal is different. You're, that means you're, you're, you're getting guys in the portal versus a high school kid because you're saying that they're ready-made, that you've seen something from right. them, right? right? Okay, well, just because you're good at, like, fam you doesn't mean that you're going to come here in the Big Ten and be what you were at fam you. So that's what I'm saying. You have to hit on seven out of ten. It's like almost humanly impossible. Versus then also you're not the only school out there recruiting these players. So, yeah, if you could pick ten guys that I know – like if you had ten guys and you know seven of these guys are going to hit, you're not going to get all seven. I think this we'll, – we'll pick it up at nine o'clock because I think there's there's some – as you say, there's some, some juice to the squeeze. Uh, I need Jay to pick a number between one and eight. Four? Okay. We'll be right back. No, dude. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. At Baxter, we put you in the driver's seat with a simplified buying process, at-home test drives, hassle-free delivery, and service pickup and return. Check out all our new vehicle specials now during the Ram Make the Switch event at Baxter Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Shopping for insurance can be a tedious and frustrating task, but the agents at Brokers Insurance Agency will do the work for you. They have partnered with over 20 of the best insurance carriers in the nation, which allows them to do the shopping all for you. Whether you're looking for business insurance or employee benefits for your company, or you're looking to save money on your home and auto insurance, Brokers Insurance Agency has the agents and solutions to help meet your goals. Call 402-420-5353 or email staff at brokersinsurancene.com. This is Dan Friedman. Between 2010 and 2019, distracted driving caused more than 40,000 car crashes in Nebraska, resulting in over 14,000 severe injuries and deaths. Please keep your eyes on the road. If you have a smartphone, put it away while you're behind the wheel. It will help keep our community safe and secure. This message is brought to you by Friedman Law Offices, helping injured people. It's what we do. It's all we do. Find us at FriedmanLaw.com today. Your home should not be a zoo to unwelcomed animals. Let the experts at Bats to Rats take care of those problems. Dane has been a leader in wildlife and pest management and prevention in Lincoln and the surrounding area for 15 years and can help you get rid of bats, rodents, and anything else. Whether it's residential or commercial buildings, schools, apartments, or churches, they're always a phone call away. Call today at 402-310-0904 or visit BatsToRats.com. Bats to Rats Wildlife Control and Prevention. Sandhills Global is hiring. Check out sandhills.jobs for more information. Sandhills is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Sandhills has a professional culture and is fast-paced with a focus on growth, innovation, and leading-edge technologies. Career and internship opportunities are available at our global headquarters in Lincoln, Nebraska. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. Working at Continental in Lincoln isn't a job, it's a career. And right now they've raised wages again and they're hiring for production operators at $2,207 per hour. And other select jobs starting at $2,377 per hour, with wages growing up to $2,971 per hour. Continental also has salary jobs available and great benefits, plus medical and prescription costs at very low premiums. Dental, vision, and life insurance are offered at no premium cost to the associates. To learn more or to apply, go to continental-jobs.com with keyword Lincoln. Come work at Continental today. Did you know that the U.S. has added over 1,100 new breweries in the last 18 months? Learn more by shopping at Myers Cork and Bottle, 13th and South, and by tuning in to Thirsty Thursdays with Kevin Myers, because sports are better with a drink in your hand and a friend at your side. Your home is your empire. Protect it with Empire Fence. Get a free instant quote with the online estimating tool at empire-fence.com. See an upfront estimate with no hidden fees. An Empire Fence can provide privacy and improve the appearance of your home. Keep kids and pets in or out of your yard. Increase security and add value to your property. Visit empire-fence.com now to view the stylish and maintenance-free possibilities for your home and get a free instant online quote. Let Empire Fence protect your empire. Tune in every Monday morning throughout the summer at 6.45 a.m. 
for golf course reviews on the Nebraska Golf Passport Early Break Golf Tour with Jake Sorensen and Steve Sippel on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back to old school with DP and J. Welcome back to Old School. It's time for everybody's favorite segment, 93.7 Ticket, TicketFM.com. Jay, there was a reason that I asked you to, to pick you a got, number what, between what one and eight. Sleeve, that mini sleeve that you got. One and eight. Um, you said four, right? I did. You said four. Well, That's probably the wrong answer. What? What? What is it, Rico? Here's number four. Hey. Oh my God. You idiot. <laughs> it is strong, Rico. You know what? I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. It's two things. Okay. I'll I'll get the good one out of the way. That one is is more tolerable than the first one. That one's longer. It doesn't matter. It, it didn't actually. I thought it was shorter, so I yeah. think so. Yeah. That lets you know, win. right? It's right. a win. It's right. a win. It's like having you know, have a little seasoning on your dry chicken. It's right? like, you know, it's a little bit better. Yeah, it's forty nine seconds. But I am absolutely one hundred percent appalled. Okay, of, that this dude over here sat there in the weeds having a conversation with me, chilling like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he then he played it off like. Oh, yeah, we got to get Rico. Come on. This got to be a quick one. And he knew this stuff was coming. Oh. Right when I – because the look on his face <laughs> when you asked me what number, he was like, oh, yeah, I know this one. Do you want to know something? What? I got eight of them. I ain't picking no more numbers, man. Don't worry. It'll be on the text line. They'll oh. know. No. Text line. Do oh. not – do please. <laughs> From here on out, I just need a number one through eight. First text person that texted yeah, it yeah, after the first number. segment. We need a number, so text us any number real quick, and then the first one we get is the one we'll play. One through eight. I'll play the next we'll one. Play. And and I didn't know. No, you gotta get you gotta exclude the the original. Okay, the original okay so not played. one. So two through eight. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know until he said he was he was over there. There it is. Bryce got us with number six. Rico All right, give us go. number six. Let me find number six. You playing it right now? So I didn't know what he was doing. And then it hit me. He this joke was over here in the, the during the spillover. That's why he wasn't listening. He right. He I was, was over the spillover. He was focused. Yeah. <laughs> Here's number six. Woke up this morning and I got out of bed. Had a big old cup of coffee to clear my head. Been home for a while and that's where I'm at. So we can still jam on what's up with that. <laughs> this is this is Jay This is for when Jay is yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Hit the robot. What's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> is, it, is that the, what's what he does on the video? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Nine o'clock hour. Let's have some fun. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J. From selling a home to even building one, you're doing a lot and need a lender who can help you do it. Like Jennifer Peters of Security First Bank. There are a lot of ways we can work to find the best fit for your situation. Let me help you explore your options. Mortgage lending from Security First Bank. We're the bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 505011 and 616194. 2-1 count, 
And that's a deep drive into the gap. Smith rounding first base. It's a stand-up double. Hey, Nick, speaking of doubles, did you know Wings and Rings has two ways to enjoy their next-level food? Rico, we're in the middle of a game. The game can wait, Nick. One way is to stop by one of their Lincoln locations. They have two great locations at O Street Meridian Park and 40th and Old Cheney in Williamsburg Village. You said two ways. What's the other way? You can order online at wingsandrings.com. Gaina Trucking is hiring CDL Class A and B drivers. Gaina Trucking guarantees a 40-hour work week year-round, and their strong team culture makes it not a job, but a career. Gaina Trucking offers health, vision, and dental insurance, 401k with company match, an employee assistance program, and other bonus programs. Build a better career today with great team culture at Gaina Trucking. Learn more and apply today at GainaTrucking.com. Did you know that the U.S. has added over 1,100 new breweries in the last 18 months? Learn more by shopping at Myers Cork and Bottle, 13th and South, and by tuning in to Thirsty Thursdays with Kevin Myers, because sports are better with a drink in your hand and a friend at your side. Let's do it. Let's get away. Let's go outside, cast a line, and reel in good times with our family and friends. Get a little peace, quiet, and relaxation. And make some memories that will last a lifetime. Let's do it. Let's Fish Nebraska. Start planning your fishing trip today at letsfishnebraska.com. Sponsored by Nebraska Game and Parks. Aired with the Nebraska Broadcasters Association and this station. Herrick Services takes this time to wish everyone a happy and healthy Memorial Day weekend. We are thankful for our country and for those that have served this nation. We salute you. This important message comes to you from Bart, Mike, and the folks at Herrick.